The following program is sponsored by Halpern's Cards and Collectibles. Batter up! gentlemen and welcome to well we're calling it the midweek edition even though it's friday midweek edition of batter up sponsored by halpert's cards and collectibles here on the sports insanity network i am mike rifkin i do have someone with me i usually go solo midweek but i got the patch man who will give and take with some stuff today patch man what's up no, oh, we are here. I'm enjoying a lovely pomegranate honey green tea on this evening. Not evening, afternoon. <laughs> on this evening. It's 12.15 in the afternoon. Where, no, somewhere in the world right now, it's the somewhere evening time. It's, Somewhere it is. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. 5 o'clock somewhere. It's my day off. I'm enjoying it. I'm relaxing. But so You'll hear me throughout this episode. You, you now, will hear from... You will hear but, from the Patchman throughout. Yes, but for now, I'll throw it back to the pun master. All right. We're, we'll talk weekend previews. There's a couple of things I've got to get off my chest with the state of baseball. But if you're like me, and not many people are like me, you have smartphones and you get the alerts on the smartphones. And I woke up the other day to an alert on my smartphone, even though the smartphone, in reality, the smartphone is just a false narrative because it has not made anybody smarter, give or take. So I woke up to this alert, an ESPN alert, talking about Rob Manfred. And Rob Manfred, the, the, the headline is kind of deceiving. Rob Manfred says, granting Astros immunity, not my best decision. I'm reading this really for the first time. I wanted to save it for this episode of the podcast. Um, Basically talking about the 2017 Houston Astros, where the players were basically granted immunity. But A.J. Hinch, the manager, was suspended a year. The general manager, Jeff Luna, was suspended for a year. Both were eventually fired. The team lost draft picks, fined $5 million. Um. This is what Manfred said to, I believe this is Time Magazine. And I quote, I'm not sure that I would have approached it with giving players immunity, close quote. Uh, Once we gave players immunity, it puts you in a box as to what exactly you are going to do in terms of punishment and quote, close quote. So I'm going to take this frame by frame a little bit. If Patch wants to interject, he totally can. 
I'm tired. I have been tired for the last six years about talking about the 2017 Houston Astros and the sign stealing and all this nonsensical stuff. I don't care anymore. You know why I don't care anymore? Because the Astros won the World Series last year, which should have put the bed any kind of conversation about the 2017 Houston Astros. And let's be frank, it's basically the same roster. The, the only difference is Dusty Baker was the manager, A.J. Hinch, not. Stop reverting back to this thing. Rob Manfred, listen, I am very critical of every commissioner in every sport. To say you regret a decision because you made the decision, that's on you. See, I, I don't want to hear a Yankee fan or a Dodger fan, the, the two fan bases that were most up in arms over this. I don't want to hear them say, oh, Rob Manfred said this. I don't want to hear it. I do not want to hear that. I'm tired of talking about the 2017 Astros. But if we're going to keep going this route, Patch, we're just living in the past. And, and as Rafiki says in The Lion King, you can't live in the past. He had the opportunity to discipline the Astros. Did it. You didn't take it. You didn't take it. You could have made an example out of them. You could have basically you could have suspended all those players for a year, made a huge example, and say, you know what, this is what happens. And if you know you're caught again, then the next example would have been you're thrown out of the league. Listen, I don't love the guy, but look at what Roger Dell did with Spygate and Deflate Gate and Field Goal Gate. You know, he created these terms of different gates. It may just be because he has an obsession of gates. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Roger, if you're listening, and I know that you are, if you have an obsession with gates, that's fine. You can't dwell on what happened in 2017. You just can't. Because if we're going to keep going back to this, I mean, Dodger fans will say, well, we won in 2020, so we can put 2017 behind us. Are you really going to put it behind you? And does 2020 really count? Uh, trust me, that's still a debate on SIP. I ridicule that. I, I ridicule that almost every time they bring up the 2020 season. I'm like, 2020 season was a farce. Shouldn't have yeah, happened. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, mm. Yeah, I'm going keep gonna go keep going forward here. Uh, quoting again to the article, I might have gone away, I might have gone about the investigative process without the grant of immunity and see where it takes us, starting with I'm not going to punish anybody. Maybe not my best decision ever. Close quote. If you grant the immunity, Rob, that's on you. Listen. Do I think the players learned their lesson? 100%. They were the enemy of the league, and I still think they are to an extent. But, you know, it's just you can't go through this. I don't want to keep going through 
Well, 2017 changes everything. This changes everything. Stop. You know, the Astros don't deserve this anymore. Baseball fans don't want to relegate itself back. That's where we're at. So to Rob Manfred, if, you know, and you say if I could take it back, Listen, you can't take it back, Rob. You can't. It's in the past. What's done is done. So here's the thing. Because the people I feel most sorry for in that statement are the Astros. Because we keep coming back to the same thing. So you know what, Houston? Listen to me when I tell you this. If the Mets don't win the World Series this year, and there's a chance they won't, and I will talk about them in a minute, I'll take the Astros win the World Series again, just to spite every baseball fan in America that despises the Astros. (laughs) Especially Bill Murphy. But that's a whole nother conversation. So, go Astros. All right. Patch, anything you want to add on before I move on? You know, give me the Astros, too. That's what I'm talking about. This is now becoming an Astros-based podcast. To the moon. To, oh, my God. To, to, to the, the moon. moon. Yeah. <laughs> That's another podcast we could do. Uh, all right. I, I said I'm moving on. I'm moving on. I am going to talk Mets. I usually don't. I usually do not like to talk Mets unless the old ops guy is here. But I, I've got to get some stuff off of my chest. And, and the Mets coming in tonight, come into tonight, June 23rd. Record of 34 and 40. I'm not going to talk about the playoffs because, well, it's June 23rd. But after winning 101 games last year, there was hope and excitement. And trying to think of other positive words to describe the Mets coming into the season, but but there was hope. There was big-time expectations. And really, after the first 20 or so games of the season, it, it, it has not been pretty. And we could look at a lot of different things, whether it's guys not producing, it's this, it's that, it's this. Here's the thing, and, and, and I'm going to be blunt when I say this. I heard Daniel Vogelback say this the other day. I've heard Tommy Pham say this last week, that this team is close to breaking out. I'm tired of hearing the talk. Either break out, don't break out. Break the walls down. Break the walls down, break down the walls. Or break it down. 
Tom Petty breakdown. Um, if you're going to bust out, do it now because you, you're otherwise you are supplying this fan base, which has been supplied for years with false hopes. Where we have believed in this team only for it to be a letdown. But there are, listen, there, there are things that have come out of this right now that, uh, that are very positive. Francisco Alvarez looks like the real deal. Brett Beatty looks like a guy with a ton of upside. You, you got the polar bear at first base who I just think you have to name him the, the captain at some point after David Wright. Uh, being the first captain after David Wright. You know, Lindor looks like he's coming out of his funk. You have to eventually put this all together. Now, he, here's where I'm going to turn to fans. Because they won 101 games last year. Everyone knows they weren't winning 101 games. It's just a difficult thing to do to win triple digits. I think the thing that most upsets me are the mental mistakes and the things they did not do last year, the attention to detail that was so crisp last year. Now, I don't know if that's a buck issue. I don't know if that's a player issue. I, I don't know. I can't solve it. But I can tell you this. I see the media, and listen, this is not me railing against the media. Trust me, the last thing I would do. Talking about them as a disappointment, you know, this and that, which they, they're not wrong. They are a massive disappointment. But, you know, let, let's go throughout the league on massive disappointments. I mean, I can start with the Cardinals, who are 13 games under 500. I had a high expectation. The Padres are three, three games under. That, that's kind of a disappointment. If I'm going to the American League, the White Sox are still 12 under. You know, so, so there are disappointments throughout baseball. But again, the season does not end today. And if the Mets want to start with something, they've beaten up on the Phillies the last couple of years, and that's who they play this weekend, which I'm going to get to in a second. Take two of three here. A sweep would be lovely, but take two of three. But ball rolling nice. Get the ball rolling in a positive direction, which would be nice to see from this team. Now off to a different segue. The game is blacked out in the New York market because it is a stupid Apple TV game, which, listen, I get it. Streaming's the way of the world, and everyone's got to stream this, and this game and that game. We have to find streams for everything. The consumers of America cannot afford every streaming service. So I have to miss a game on Apple TV. I know there's a game on Peacock Sunday mornings that, you know, you have to figure out. Oh, by the way, the New York Yankees play games on Amazon Prime. Meanwhile, they have their own freaking network. I don't understand that. This is the process of which we live in. Listen, I get it. everything's got to be streamed, but you've got to find a way to not black out the local markets. 
Because if you keep blacking out the local market, and the only way to go to the only way to witness a game is going to a game, guess what's going to happen to the ticket prices? They're going to skyrocket too. The moon. So baseball has to do a better job of figuring this stuff out because I don't have Apple TV. I can't watch the Met game tonight unless I stream it on something else, which, by the way, I can't say that on here. So don't illegal stream, people. Don't pirate. If you ever want to know what pirating a thing is, watch the Simpsons episode of Pirate Homer pirating movies. Or, or the episode of Family Guy where Peter tries to record the football game and, uh, and only, only has the written consent from CBS, not the NFL. Not the NFL. So, yeah, we, we got baseball and these streaming services do better. I'm going to be back to criticizing baseball, so I'm going I'm to keep going with this. So, uh, this episode's been dwelling. I'm going to keep going that way. And then I'll give the positive vibes. So baseball's instituted instant replay over the years, and we've talked about how the system works and whether we like it or not. One of my favorite tweets is, why do we have a replay if it doesn't even overturn the call? Um, to go back Tuesday night, I think it was Tuesday night, the White Sox and the Rangers, tie game eighth inning, Sack fly was hit. Runner was out at home play. Then replay deemed that the catcher of the Rangers, Jonah Heim, did not give the base runner, excuse me, a lane to, to slide, give him a piece of the plate because of the Buster Posey rule where you can't run over the catcher. It's a whole thing. Look it up. The problem was he gave him the a good chunk of the plate to slide into. Bruce Bochy came out and argued, but you can't argue with replay because it has the final say. The rule of replay and the Buster Posey rule of itself. Listen, I get the Posey rule because Buster Posey got hurt and nobody wanted to see it. But the role of replay and what decided a game, because it's the eighth inning. Not like it's the first or second inning. This decided the game. This was the winning run. That's not the purpose of instant replay. The purpose of instant replay was to get the call right. But in this case, they got the call wrong. And Bruce Bochy called it out post-game. Um the Twitter account is awful announcing. If you go to that their uh, Twitter account, uh, there is a clip, the clip of the play with the White Sox broadcast uh, team, uh, Jason Benetti, and I believe Steve Stone. And they're talking about how they, they're for the White Sox, and this was a White Sox play. They thought the call was wrong. So, if the broadcasters are confused, if the fans are confused, if the managers are confused, your system has failed. And the worst part about it is, at least in the NFL, 
they will sometimes give you an explanation on a play. Baseball doesn't do that. What baseball does is they say the call is confirmed, stands, or overturned. They don't give you a reason. You have to notice it on the replay when it's shown. The problem is, if you look at this replay, Jonah Hine does give a path to the plate. So either you have to rewrite the Buster Posey rule or you have to fix whatever issues instant replay has. And in Major League Baseball, there's a lot of them simply for the fact of I don't think the other umpires who are doing the replay want to go against their friends, which I get loyalty, loyalty. But at the end of the day, you got to get calls right. So once the episode is posted, I I will attach the awful announcing clip with it and see what we can do. But replay was brought in to fix the game. You've done nothing more than make it more of a headache than it already is. So, oh. All right, Pat, you want to add into that or no? No, I'm good on that one. Okay. All right. Um, I'll save that for Sunday. All right. Uh, I'll talk about one quick other thing, and then we will uh, dive into some series for the weekend. Uh, and that the quick thing is I, I'm going to save a lot of A's talk for Sunday when I have Dan with me. Uh, and because Dan loves the, uh, to talk about that, so we could have a good conversation on that. So that'll be Sunday. Uh, London series. We got Cubs, Cardinals in London, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, next year it was announced there'll be Mets, Phillies in London. I, I'm starting to think, like, you know, the loser should just stay in England of these series. If you get swept, you have to stay in England, but uh, it'll never happen. But it's got me wondering this. Is baseball considering a potential? I'm not I'm not saying this would def, be definite. I'm not an insider. I know nothing. Would baseball consider a European-esque league? Maybe not a lot of teams. But, you know, if you can get it going, get a couple of teams in England or something, you can get it. Fresh there, kind of like NFL did with NFL Europe. So that's just something I, I've been wondering about. Not considering it, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. All right. Some series on the weekend. I mentioned Mets Phillies. Uh, rivalry series, that, that should be. I don't know what that'll be. As a Mets fan, I don't know what that'll be. I mean, really good, really bad. There's no in-between with Mets, Phillies. It could be entertaining. Who knows? Uh, You got the Braves and the Reds. How about the Reds have won 11 in a row? The Braves, I I think the Braves are the best team in the National League. An argument's sake, I think they're the second best team in all baseball. Uh, So you got that series this weekend in Cincinnati. Let me tell you something. For the Reds, I know they've won 11 in a row. 
But you look, it's teams, they beat up teams like the Rockies, and I, I think they beat up the Cubs a little bit. The Braves, you beat two out of three from the Braves, signifies you're really here. It's a big, big series for the Reds. Braves are coming off a good series in Philly. So that, that should be a good one. Uh, Twins, Tigers. Only reason that one's big is because the AL Central stinks. Uh, the Tigers come into today, four and a half in back of the Twins, and they're six and four in their last ten. While the Twins are five and five, so you got that this weekend in Detroit. Rangers Yankees should be a good one. Uh, Yankees coming off two of three against the Mariners. The Rangers, I think, are the second best team in the American League. Uh, I think the Yankees catch a break because I don't believe Nathan Ofaldi is going to pitch for Texas in the series. Let me just double check that. Uh, no, tonight it is Dave Dunning, Dan Dunning, Dane Dunning, and it's Clark Schmidt. Tomorrow it is. John Gray against Luis Severino, who needs a good start. The key to the Yankees the rest of the year is whatever they're going to get out of Carlos Rodon plus what they get out of Severino because they can't just be Garrett Cole and company in the playoffs if they get there. And then Sunday, it's Andrew Heaney. So they avoid a ball. That's a huge break for the Yankees. Uh, And Garrett Cole goes on Sunday for that. So – Rangers, Yankees, and the Bronx. That should be that could be a high scoring series too, with the way Texas offense goes. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mariners, Orioles could be an entertaining series. Uh, the Orioles. I, listen, I've I've talked highly on the Orioles on the podcast before. Love their young core. Uh, I do think they need another starter. I, I, I'd love for them to add a top end guy. Because I think that's something they can do. Flip side for the Mariners, uh, I love their pitching. Kirby, Castillo, uh, Miller, and then the bullpen's really good. If they can get another productive bat, I think they're they're the team to me. Like they're the walking giant in the American League. And I'll say this one. I, again, no insider knowledge. I, I look ahead to the winter, and there's a fish on the market named Shohei Otani. And everyone talks about the Angels. Everyone talks about the Dodgers, and then maybe he would come East, Mets, Yankees, Red Sox, whatever. Don't sleep on the Mariners because they have something those other teams don't in an advantage. His name is Ichiro Suzuki. Why not use each or which they could? They could use each or on the means with Otani. Be like, I loved, I loved playing in Seattle. Get each row to be the recruiter. I, I think that's a could be a big thing in, in for Seattle. Not saying it would happen, but it's something that's very tempting. Uh, Brewers and Guardians could be a fun interleague matchup. Teams with. Opposite records, Brewers 38 and 36, Guardians 36 and 38. Two teams kind of built the same. Uh, really good pitching, good bullpens. Uh, 
offense has to do just enough. Really good managers. Terry Francona is a Hall of Famer. And Craig Council, I think, is one of the better managers in all of baseball today. Uh, you have the Nats and the Padres. I'm only saying that one because Patch is here, too, because of Juan Soto versus the Nats. Uh, you have the D-backs and the Giants, too, in the NLS. So D-backs in first place. The Giants have been rolling. I think they're 9-1 and one in their last 10. They had just won 10 in a row, I believe, something like that. They're nine and one. They're playing the D-backs, who were first place in the West. The Giants are three and a half back. The Giants sweep that series. They're a half game back of the Diamondbacks. Huge calling card in the, the NLS. It's a huge series. The D-backs have been a really good story. The Giants are making a run. So we'll see what happens there. And this is this was the one that's going to coincide with what I opened with with Ron Manfred. We've got Astros Dodgers. Why did you have to make those statements this week, Rob? Because you know you're just riling up Dodger fans, but it is what it is. We have the Astros and Dodgers, two teams who, listen, high expectations for both. Neither one is in first place in their division right now. The Dodgers are in third place. The Astros are in second. But... Listen, the Ashers come in limp. They've won the last two against the Mets, but they're four and six in their last ten. Uh, the Dodgers are five and five. They just beat the Angels twice. So uh, that should be an entertaining weekend of baseball. I believe that's a Sunday night game as well. But uh, yeah, it's a Sunday night game. So there's that. Also, College World Series, LSU, Florida is going to be the. Uh, Championship series. LSU walked off Wake Forest yesterday to send that uh, send Wake Forest home to put LSU in the championship. Uh, so Florida LSU College World Series that starts tomorrow night on ESPN. So, uh, Patch, anything you want to add before I close out? All right. So. As I mentioned earlier, I'll have Dan Sunday. We'll talk A's and a couple of other things, probably some all-star game stuff as well. Uh, check out this podcast. Go to Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Check out the website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com for great blogs, vlogs, planes, trains, and automobiles. Follow us on the socials. We're on the Facebook. We're on the Twitter at S Insanity Real. You know, we're on Facebook. Check out, as I mentioned, check out the site for Lawrence Patchman Lang. I'm Mike Griffith. Thank you for listening to Batter Up on the Sports Insanity Network, sponsored by Halpern's Cards and Collectibles. Enjoy a great weekend of baseball, everybody. And we will talk to you again Sunday morning, myself and Danny Boy Reginald. The preceding program was sponsored by Halpern's Cards and Collectibles. What's going on, everyone? Lawrence Patchman Lang here, president of the Sports Insanity Network, just reminding you to go to our website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork, where you can read everyone's blogs here on the network and also find about the history of the Sports Insanity Network.